Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 35, verses 1 to 10. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Without cause they hid their net for me, without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon him when he does not know it, and let the net that he hid ensnare him, let him fall into it to his destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and the needy from him who robs him. Numbers 22, 22-28 But God's anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way of his adversary. Now he was riding on the donkey, and his two servants were with him, and the donkeys saw the angel Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, and the donkey turned aside out of the road and went into the field. And Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the road. Then the angel Lord stood in the narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on either side, and when the donkey saw the angel Lord, she pushed against the wall and pressed Balaam's foot against the wall, so he struck her again. Then the angel Lord went ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? 1 Corinthians 7.32-40 I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things and how to please his wife, and his interests are divided. And his unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this to you for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks that he is not behaving properly toward his betrothed, if he passions are strong, and it is to be, let him do as he wishes. Let them marry, it is no sin. But whoever is firmly established in his heart, being under no necessity, but having his desire under control, has determined that in his heart is to keep her as his betrothed, he will do well. So then he who marries his betrothed does well, and he who refrains from marriage will do even better. A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is free 
to be married to whom she wishes only in the Lord. Yet in my judgment she is happy or she remains as she is, and I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Good morning. This is Tim Tribble broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 35, verses 1 to 10, Numbers chapter 22, verses 22 to 28, and 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 32 to 40. In Psalm 35, David is asking for God's help, and he is being unfairly attacked as the king of Israel. Enemies have laid out a net and a pit for him. And he asked God to take hold of shield and buckler and rise to my help. We all know what a shield is. That's a common term we're very familiar with. Buckler is a little bit different. It is literally a smaller shield. The shield, the large version, was used. That was the uh, when the enemy is far away against arrows and things like that. The buckler was a smaller shield, easier to maneuver, went across the forearm with two straps, and it was used for close quarter combat. So this would have been their, their one-on-one sword fighting uh, type of thing that they had going on there. So that's, uh, that's what a buckler is. And David, again, is asking God to arm himself. So we're using lots of military terms here, weaponry, and rise up to my help, draw your spear and your javelin against my pursuers. So again, David invoking some military terms and asking God to help and at the end of, of the reading today, in verse 10, All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from those who are too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. So this is invoking protection, talking about how God protects those that cannot protect themselves, which is something that we are called upon to do as Christians and followers of Christ. It is our job to protect those who cannot protect themselves. In our reading today, in Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth, he's addressing marriage. He feels that, he states, an unmarried man is more anxious about the Lord and how to please the Lord. A married man is more anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife. Same thing. An unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about things of the Lord, but a married woman is anxious in worldly things and how to please her husband. And he's kind of comes out as being against getting married, feeling that you'll be holier if you're not married. And then uh, farther down, talking about uh, the marriage itself, and the wife is bound to her husband for as long as he lives. One of the things that we have to be very careful, and this is where biblical literacy, um, being literal, comes into uh, play, and we find out it, it doesn't work so well. If we were to take literally everything that Paul says, we would be doing two different things at the same time. Uh, we have to look at the whole picture this is a time period, we're still in a time period, we're still in a culture that's very patriarchal, run by men. So, Paul is also reflecting the views of the time. The, the Roman culture, the Middle Eastern culture at that time, 
was very much run by men. Women had little to no say in it. Um, they couldn't own property. Everything hinged around getting married to the right man, to have status, and to have belongings and things. Um, it's just that I, I try to caution people. Um, we're followers of Christ, not followers of Paul. Um, Paul was one of the first theologians of the church. Remember, he was uh, trained. He was a Jew named Saul. Very well trained in Jewish law and customs before he had his conversion on the road to Damascus. We read the teachings of Jesus. Jesus does not regard and has never regarded women as being inferior to men. And that's the larger takeaway is... Um, we're all equal children of God. It does not matter what our gender is. Um, so just bear that in mind when we're reading scriptures and things and we're sitting there going, well, that doesn't quite compute. Um, we can't always take things literally. And we also have to look at the time frame it was written in and things that people's writing is very much influenced by their culture so just bear that in mind when you're when you're reading this and going through it uh, we're not subjecting women to men that doesn't work that way and um, just be aware that uh, we can't always take everything literally amen a prayer for the whole human family adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. O oh God, you made us in your image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good time, all cultures and genders may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, Subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.